0: Welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition with licensed nutritionists and dietitians from Nutritional Weight and Wellness. We explain the connection between what you eat and how you feel. Stay tuned for practical, real-life solutions for healthier living through real food nutrition. Slow down, you move too fast. Welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition, brought to you by Nutritional Weight and Wellness. Well, I'm excited... We have another interesting topic this morning for you guys. We do. We're going to be looking at symptoms of PMS the cramps, the mood swings, the fatigue. For so many women who are experiencing this, it can be challenging. Yeah, debilitating. Yeah. You know, some of the uncomfortable symptoms that these women um, are experiencing don't realize that a shift in their food choices can actually reduce. Their symptoms. Right. Right. So, good morning. I am Shelby Hummel. I'm a licensed nutritionist. I have a master's degree of science in applied clinical nutrition. And I am just so delighted to be in studio with Leah Wetzel this morning. Yeah. Good morning. So, both Leah and I are licensed nutritionists. Right. We work in Um, Different offices, unfortunately, so we don't cross paths that often, but we love to educate people on the importance of eating real food. We do. So Leah, why don't you tell listeners a little bit about yourself?
1: Sure. Yeah, I am like, like Shelby had said, I'm a licensed nutritionist and my master's degree is in clinical nutrition um, and I also um, on, I'm on the board of nutrition and dietetics for the state, and I am on my fifth year on the board. We appreciate that. Yeah, it's been a really <laughs> great experience, and in mm-hmm. total, I'll be on the board for eight years. You can you can uh, serve two terms, so I'm mm-hmm. on my second term on
0: right. the board. So. so, how did you initially become interested in nutrition? Because I think your story is kind of yeah unique,
1: right? Yeah. So for me, you know, what brought me. To discover nutritional weight and wellness, uh, and want to you know become an employee eleven years ago. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's been eleven years. Uh, was that I you know growing up um, and at an early age you know I had pretty poor health, mm-hmm. um, and I had decided that I needed to make some changes um, in my in my life because you know you know I was gaining weight very rapidly. You know I I. Uh, was almost classified as obese. and I had uh, two major autoimmune conditions, Mm -hmm, mm a lot of inflammation. And so by deciding of of knowing that I didn't know much about food and that that area of focus, you know, maybe would help with some of these issues, I decided to start to dig into it. And I cut out major things, cut out soda, I cut out juice, A lot of junk food. Oh, I love cereal. Lots
0: of inflammatory things. A lot of inflammatory things.
1: Yeah, yeah. I didn't realize, you know, at the time that 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 was, you know, causing all that inflammation. And the good news was I lost fifty pounds, and um and through that journey, you know, um you know I was able to sustain that weight loss. You know, Mm -hmm. when I came to work at Nutritional Weight and Wellness, though, I still I was having issues. With asthma, that was Mm -hmm. one of my major autoimmune issues, and using my inhaler regularly. Mm -hmm. Um, And um, I, you know, decided to, as a further discovery, is working with Dar, of course, right? Our sweet Dar. The expert, (laughs) and trying to figure that piece out, you know, and working with Nutritional Weight and Wellness. You know, I changed my nutrition and ultimately, it changed my entire life. You know, Dar encouraged me to stop eating certain inflammatory foods that I, I didn't realize, for me, were inflammatory.
0: Like, like what were some of those, Leah? Dairy,
1: you know, dairy was a big, you know, dairy products I mm-hmm. still incorporated in, healthy virg- versions of them. But for me, that was... Mm-hmm. A big inflammatory issue for my asthma. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, cutting out dairy, I also cut out gluten, and it cleared up my asthma completely. And I was able to get off all my inhalers and medications. And now that's, you know, that was 11 years ago, mm-hmm. and I've been able to sustain that. So, so you're happy,
0: healthy, oh, both right. on the inside and out. <laughs> yeah, so all the above. Looking right? at how those foods affected your immune system. To right. me, it sounds like. um, you know, the inflammatory soda, the yeah. juice, the dairy products.
1: Yep. I, that, that was like the first layer. Mm-hmm. And that really helped with weight loss and other forms, reduction mm-hmm. of inflammation.
0: Yep. Mm-hmm. So some of the other things that you cut out or you, you just upgraded, so yes. to speak, were, you know, cereal, yep. bread, Some of those gluten things. So what do you eat now if you're not eating cereal for breakfast or if you're not having a slice of toast?
1: Right. Yeah. So for me, for breakfast, I do a lot with... Um, You know, whole real nutrients of, uh, I do a lot with breakfast sausages. I'm just thinking about today. So for today for breakfast, I had breakfast sausages um, and we will often have um, leftover sweet potato, Mm -hmm. like half a sweet potato and broccoli with Mm -hmm. butter on it. That is a very nourishing breakfast and keeps me full, keeps my inflammation down. Mm -hmm. Great. Right start to the day.
0: Well, and those sorts of foods that you had mentioned, Leah, you know, the breakfast sausage, yes. the sweet potatoes with some butter, those are the types of foods that are going to help reduce that inflammation so you don't have a poorly functioning immune system. Right. I think that's that's probably been one of the most surprising things for my clients is yeah. the effect that food has on their, their immune system. Yeah. But yeah. we're going to take a whole nother look at how food affects Hormones today, exactly. Yeah. So one of the things that um, we definitely want to talk about today is how PMS symptoms are related to our food choices and some of our other habits as well. Right. So as nutritionists, we are looking at you know the foods that you're eating for yeah. breakfast, the foods that you're eating for lunch. It may surprise you that three out of four menstruating women experience some form of PMS symptoms every month. Yes. In fact, some of my clients actually welcome menopause because they want to be free of those awful symptoms. That they've been having, you know, Mm -hmm. since teenage years. Mm -hmm. Are you seeing any teenage clients with um, severe cramping? Yeah. Heavy flow? Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like I've been seeing more of those yes, recently. Yes, very
1: intense symptoms. You know, I, I feel like it's happening at early and earlier ages, too. Mm-hmm. Yep. And there's a wide variety of symptoms ranging from, you know, it could be mood swings to breast tenderness to insomnia to food cravings, irritability, you know, depression, fatigue, constipation, diarrhea, all of mm-hmm. these things, mm-hmm. you know, and more could be tied to, PMF symptoms no mm-hmm. one person is the same, right? Yeah. Everybody yep. has their own unique set of symptoms. Mm-hmm. If we look at all of that, though, that's the all inflammatory and under root cause, right? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so inflammation is always you know part of that. yeah, component. building on
0: that idea. Yep. Yeah
1: Yep. So what symptom or symptoms are you experiencing? Most women experience mild to moderate symptoms. While twenty to thirty percent of women experience moderate to severe symptoms, then there are about the eight percent of women whose symptoms are so severe that these symptoms interfere
0: with their lives. Well, I unfortunately have a friend who would definitely fall into that eight percent. I was I was telling you a little bit more about that before we started this morning, but Mm -hmm. I was talking to this friend of mine, and I just said to her, "You know, I, I know you've struggled." Um with your cycle tell me a little bit more about that and she's just saying that the week before she's supposed to get her menstrual cycle she experiences really severe nausea yeah to the point where she doesn't really want to eat anything right which makes the the rest of the day really hard for energy yeah makes it really challenging for sleep but then um, the first or the second day of her new cycle, she gets really intense cramping, sure. heavy flow. Um, I can only imagine how challenging that would be to have such intense cramping that you're getting sick. Yeah. I mean, such intense gut pain that, yep. you know, you're and just. And this is month after month. I'm bent guessing. over yeah. in pain. Yeah. 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 And I consider myself. Very lucky after talking yeah. to this friend.
1: Yeah, and I have clients where you know monthly or bi monthly, you know, because your periods can change from month to month. Mm-hmm. They miss work mm-hmm. or school a day or two because of some PMS symptom, whether mm-hmm. you know that's migraines or oh, cramping yeah. mm-hmm. um, or just extreme fatigue, mm-hmm. that it really can be debilitating. Yeah. Um, and so this is something that's important for um, as a discussion and trying to come up with some ideas of what we can do to help with that. Yeah. But it's break time already. Okay. Yeah. So you were listening to Dishing Up Nutrition and we are discussing the hormonal imbalances that cause PMS symptoms. If you are experiencing a lot of PMS cramping or even any muscle cramping, we suggest taking 400 milligrams of magnesium glycinate at bed. A leading cause of muscle cramping and PMS cramping is having a deficiency of magnesium. And today, three out of four people or 75% of Americans are deficient in the mineral magnesium. If you have questions for us today, please call the studio at 651-641-1071. Hey Cravings, what's up? Not you, because I'm taking you down. (laughs) Oh, didn't see that coming? Because I've always buckled under your pressure? Well, this is my house now. So bring it, ice cream. You want a piece of me cake? I see you in the pantry, potato chips. See, this super chick got herself to nutritional weight and wellness and learned that cravings aren't a willpower thing, more like a blood sugar, mineral deficiency, digestive thing. And eating in balance slays the beast. Animal protein. Healthy fats. Vegetable carbs. The temptation-taming trifecta. Make you shrink and me shine. Do I feel deprived? (laughs) Not when I'm armed with my nutritional weight and wellness num-num chucks. So step off, cravings, or I'll swing you into oblivion. I guess I better clean this up. Learn how to conquer your cravings with the Nutrition for Weight Loss program at Nutritional Weight and Wellness. On-site or online. Visit weightandwellness.com.
0: Welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition. You know, as I was preparing for this show about PMS, I was referring to Dr. Christiane Northrup's book, The Wisdom of Menopause, and discovered that many women who are experiencing some of those serious PMS symptoms that we were talking about will no doubt have more severe menopausal symptoms. With that in mind, I want to let you listeners know about an upcoming seminar that we have. On Saturday, November 10th, we are offering our popular menopause survival seminar at our Maple Grove location. So come hang out, bring a friend, sister, neighbor, Dar, Joanne, and Chris. will lead you through some of the symptoms and, of course, some real food solutions. Be sure to call early to reserve your seat. You can go to our website, weightandwellness.com, or you can call 651-699-3438 to sign up or to have any questions answered.
1: It's a great seminar. It's just packed full of all sorts of great information and, mm-hmm. and a lot of great suggestions of how to deal with you know your symptoms or preventatively. You know, mm-hmm. This is something that... You know, as I'm etching towards that time of my life, unfortunately, <laughs> you know, these are things that I'm thinking about of how yeah. can I prepare myself in the best way. For a good transition mm-hmm. into menopause,
0: transition um, not pulling the rug out from under you.
1: Exactly, exactly. <laughs> you know, I you know had some you know loved ones in my family who had mm-hmm. some pretty significant issues with that transition, mm-hmm. um, and so I'm thinking about that. And a lot of what we're discussing today, when in relation to uh, you know, hormones and PMS symptoms, mm-hmm. um, can also again, like you said trickle over into perimenopause and menopause. So mm-hmm. definitely. Yeah.
0: I would say one of the biggest ones that I see a connection through the years is the insomnia. Yes. Maybe sleep starts to deteriorate deteriorate, you know, in the thirties and the forties and then it, it really whiz bam is yep. is challenging. So yep.
1: and so for if you one of your PMN symptoms is that you have troubles with sleeping, maybe Mm -hmm. around ovulation, so mid-cycle or before menses. Mm -hmm. Now, you know, dependent on your age, you know, if you're in your Mm -hmm. late 30s or 40s, that's something of consideration,
0: yeah, Yeah, to work on. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So before we went to break, we were talking about um, some of the more common signs and symptoms of PMS. But as a nutritionist, when I'm working with a client with PMS, I'm actually... I'm looking at the symptoms and I'm trying to figure out, well, what could be the root cause? Right. Right. Not just a Band-Aid, not just, you know, kind of take away their symptoms, but still have Mm -hmm. problems underneath. But looking, how can we put together a real food plan that's going to help rebalance the body?
1: So maybe a Band-Aid fix would be like putting on birth control Mm -hmm. or Mm
0: -hmm. yeah,
1: something that would regulate out the hormones, uh-huh. maybe in a medical model, but it's not fixing
0: yeah. the underlying root of what's going on. That's a great example. Yeah. Yeah. yep. Yeah. Yeah. And we know that PMS is a hormonal imbalance. So right. we have to say, what is the real cause of your PMS? Yeah. One of the basic explanations that I like to use when I'm working with clients is, you know, your hormones become unbalanced. It's kind of like someone's sitting at the bottom of the teeter tot. Yes. And we have that imbalance of estrogen to progesterone. So when you have too much estrogen and too little progesterone in your body, that's when your hormones become unbalanced. Exactly. So then the next question, Leah, we have to ask is, and I'm sure you're asking this, is, well, how do we fix this hormone imbalance? How do we get that that uh, estrogen and progesterone back in balance. Yeah, what's causing the Mm -hmm. hormonal imbalance. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, so digging into that, there are many reasons for this hormonal imbalance. You know, here's another statement that may shock many of you. Hormonal imbalances mostly go back to what women are eating, right? Really? Really? That's
0: probably a new idea for many of our listeners.
1: Right, right. And for the past, you know, 50 to 60 years, women have been taught to eat lots of processed carbs, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And no fat. Popcorn. Yes. Rice cakes. Right. (laughs) Yep. Zero fat. Uh, Sugar and processed carbs. Encourage the production of those toxic type estrogens, which can lead to hormonal problems. A diet high in sugar and processed carbs promotes those hormone imbalances.
0: Right. And you were talking initially about how inflammation contributed Mm -hmm. to poor immune function for you when we started out our show. Um, but. Inflammation can also promote more of these hormonal imbalances. Exactly. So that inflammatory effect of soda, of juice, yep. of popcorn. Yep. So, yep. of course, there are other lifestyle habits that can cause problems with hormonal imbalances. One would be, you know, an excessive consumption of caffeine or alcohol. Yes. You know, growing up, I didn't really like coffee. Oh, yeah. No surprise. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) It wasn't until I was in college that I was like, hmm, maybe Mm. I need to check this out. Yeah, right. I was, unfortunately, I was at the Apple store trying to get a a device fixed yesterday. And as we were waiting, I was shocked to see the number of young adults, teenagers even, with these... I don't even know the size, but it's probably like twenty to twenty four. Yeah. Grande, whatever it may be. Yeah. But talk about caffeine yeah. sugar. Right. Probably some other bad fats in there. Yeah. Um A lot it, of it, those
1: sugary drinks are really, you know, those young mm-hmm. teenagers just love. And the caffeine levels now that are found in some of your standard uh, store-bought coffees mm-hmm. are su- successful.